Hey everyone, this is your host Javier and Daniel, and you're listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We're just two brown best amigos talking about everything and anything through a Latino and indigenous perspective. In this podcast, expect some tears, joy, and definitely laughter. Imagine sitting around a table with your best friends but sober, or you can have a drink too because we don't judge. Well... What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to uh, Brown Sun episode 43. Just kidding. <laughs> what what oh, number what? are we on again? <laughs> uh, episode 13. Chicax. Oh, yes, 13. <laughs> 13. Like you're 13 going on 30 again. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh. Well, What's actually. Up? I don't know, 13. Isn't that supposed to be like an unlucky number? Or like, is this going to be our least listened to episode? <laughs> I have no clue, you get. Like, oh, I, I feel like they're all uh, not listened to. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, oh our downloads say otherwise. <laughs> um, uh, no, I'm, you know, I'm trying to bounce back from the weekend. I had a very eventful weekend. Oh, you did. Um, so over the weekend, uh, Tyga, you know, the rapper Tyga, he was he performed here at our casino. And so, yeah, it was it was a good time. Um, there was a lot of like fights and things going on. It was crazy. Um, none of my family or myself were involved in any of the mess. But it was like I was like, what's going on? I was just like floating around the crowd, enjoying <laughs> enjoying, you know, the music. And next thing you know, I just see all these people start fighting. Like, just people keep getting pulled out by security. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, um, had some friends over from from Pendleton that came to visit for the Ooh, concert, nice. and so it was it was a good weekend. I'm just still uh, trying for to bounce sure. back. <laughs> I finally got my voice back. My voice was like super raspy on Sunday and on Monday a little bit, but uh, with water and um, God, anything is possible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, that's funny because this weekend we had you know birthday party for my uh, little nephew on the Leah. Mm-hmm. And he's turning uh, three, um, and it's not his actual birthday. He just, you know, had some stuff going on where we just couldn't have it on his birthday day. But there's also a couple tiffs at like his birthday party. <laughs> I'm all day. Is this just a kid's birthday party, or is this an adult birthday party? Because you know people get. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was really fun, and it was uh, yeah, good times, good times. I'm actually <laughs> looking forward to uh, you know our topic today is going to be a little little bit of a throwback for us. Yeah. Kind of nice. Excited. Yeah, but before we do that, why don't we kick it off with our Brown Sound Person Spotlight? Who uh who we shouting out? Hey, so my person shout out highlight um uh shout out just keep saying keep saying it over. Uh no, my person shout out goes out to one of my cousins. Her name is Stella Penny or Stella. Stella Samaripa. I, I always forget when my cousins like get married, they have like their married names. Yeah. <laughs> but um, my cousin Stella Samaripa, you know, she is just a positive person to be around. Like if you know Stella, you know, she just got a good like head on her shoulders. You know, she's yeah. super, super nice and super like she just I, I've never heard her say like a bad word about anybody. Like she's just one of those really positive people. Uh-huh. And um, uh, we well, we work in the same building. So and then we got to work with each other just doing like language stuff for um my job here so um you know she's it's, she's really cool she works for our Nespers language department and uh she was recently just featured in the american indian magazine um, her her work with her with her degree in um, environmental science it was uh highlighted in the native american indian magazine so yeah it's it's pretty pretty cool big deal and uh it's very, just very. so yeah it's just shout, shout out to stella and she's a she's a brown sound fan so she's i know she'll hear this so shout out to you stella Good yeah, job. shout out to proud her. Of yeah, you. <laughs> very, very proud of you. I actually do know uh, Stella too from the the old uh, college mm-hmm. days. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good times, good times. Um, so you know, the person I want to highlight today is someone that we know, and we've kind of brought them up before, um, also in conversation. But uh, this person is our little chickex friend, Savala, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I met him back at, also at U of I, and. Uh, 
he came in as a transfer student and I just remember, you know, he came in, introduced himself at the office I was working at and, you know, he was a little quirky and funny and <laughs> quirky. <laughs> he's, always, he's always been, a, you know, I, I, he's one of those people who's just genuinely like funny and fun to be around um, mm -hmm. and I would also classify him as like a loyal friend, you know, he's just someone mm -hmm. who's like trustworthy like that and he's got all this ambition and wants to become an ent entrepreneur and he's, yeah, I don't know, supportive of us. I know he shared some of our episodes on the mm -hmm. socials. Um, but anyways, we just want to say, and yeah, again, he's also a listener of the, of the podcast, but uh, we just want to say, Jesus, um, you know, keep up the great work. Thanks for helping uplift our communities. Thanks for the support. Um, the shout-outs for you, Chickas, Chicky Leaks. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, and he sat in a few of our uh, recording sessions. <laughs> just had to sit there and be quiet. <laughs> Is he in there right now? Just kidding. Oh, um, no, he's not. <laughs> That's, That's so funny. funny. <laughs> well, hey, Chigix, what uh, what topics are we going to be talking about today? What's uh, what's going on? Yeah, so I think for today we were, <laughs> we were brainstorming about, well, what haven't we talked about? <laughs> uh, no, I'm like, we're writing out of ideas. <laughs> No, we got plenty of ideas, but um, this time around, we wanted to talk about shows and movies that, like, had an impact on us, that made us, I guess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so we wanted to start off with, like, you know, what shows or movies made an impact on us growing up? Do you want to start? <laughs> I'm like, not Pocahontas. <laughs> not Indian in the Cupboard. <laughs> I'm like, for me, there's, like, there, growing up, there wasn't a lot of uh, movies or things that had, like, a lot of Native uh, presence in, so. Um, but there's all, but, you know, I did grow up watching, you know, things like Star Wars and um, what else is out there? Lord of the Rings? No, I'm yeah. just trying to think of some um, some good uh, good shows that I liked watching growing up as a child. Scooby-Doo, you know? Oh, yeah, Scooby-Doo for sure. Oh, um, Zoinks. Yeah, oh, Jinkies. <laughs> my glasses, I can't yeah. see without my glasses. And I feel like, too, the time I grew up was, like, in the time of, like, when reality TV TV was like kind of just getting start or you know kind of like more becoming kind of popular I guess like yeah there's different TV shows like, um, you know, Flavor of Love or like uh, oh, yeah. I Love New York or um, uh, what I'm trying to think. Jersey Shore. I mean, I feel like Jersey Shore is the reason why, you know, I turn up the way I do. <laughs> I'm like, is this how you're supposed to do it? No. Yeah. I'm Italian. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, give me some sauce. Some yeah. sausage and peppers just kidding I don't yeah. know. Oh, okay <laughs> just you know if, if any italians are out there uh i was just kidding <laughs> no um i would definitely agree to you because I, I you know i start to think a lot about cartoon network as one of the oh, you know yeah. go-to cable stations like dexter's laboratory is that how you say yeah. it yeah he's like and the my laboratory <laughs> Didi and then yeah. Didi was just running around everywhere making a muck. Um yeah. running the muck. So no, but um, you know, from a Latino perspective, maybe you you don't have this chick X you probably don't. <laughs> I I grew up watching novellas. <laughs> so um if no if you don't know what a novella is, it's basically a, like a super dramatic, you know, overhyped um storytelling <laughs> of someone's life. And usually it would involve like someone that was like really poor and then so you'd see them be poor and then they'd have some kind of tragic incident and then they, you know, went through like this transformation <laughs> and somehow everyone that went through one had like a rich stepdad that left them their inheritance. So in my mind and I was like, oh, dang, when am I getting my inheritance? <laughs> <laughs> when am I? <laughs> When am I getting rich? Um, and so, like, novellas had this just funny way of always doing that. Um, and I remember, <laughs> I remember it'd be like something we would do, like after I came home from school and had dinner. Like we'd all, you know, go around the TV, sit around the TV, uh, eat dinner, and watch the novellas. <laughs> and my dad, but <laughs> so that explains why you're so dramatic. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
I'm all, ay Dios mío, calm down, Javi. Gas in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> all cries in Spanish. Oh, no, run, uh, runs with his arms crossed in Spanish. Yeah. Just kidding. All trips in Spanish. <laughs> oh, I me caí in Spanish. No. Um, but in my, you know, for us, it was like a thing where we just kind of stay, you know, and so it was funny because yeah. I always, they always had like the same kind of character. They'd be like an evil villain that would like angrily <laughs> slap the protagonist. They're like the love interest. And eventually they hated each other, loved each other, hated each other, loved each other again. And, you know, there's always that. Um, but, um, yeah, so I don't know why, but growing up and seeing that, I guess in my mind, I was all, dang, like, you know, people are very dramatic. And then all, and also in the episodes when like, you know, cause they would show traditionally, like they'd show like a, like a developed like city in Mexico. But whenever I go to Mexico, we'd end up going to like my grandparents' town or like the little pueblitos and it's like nothing like that there's still like dirt roads and stuff um and anyways like that was just kind of fascinating as an adult now i definitely don't watch that um mm -hmm. but it's still something that was like big for us to watch <laughs> did you have anything like that where like you'd sit around with your family and like watch together um well i guess like growing up i remember like watching i remember my mom used to watch a lot of soap operas or soap drama. okay kind of the same yeah. novellas are like the same so thing, she yeah. would watch like the what do you think it's called all my children or um is that there? still going <laughs> is it i don't know or what's the other one like one is it one day at a time or one life at a or my mom used to watch a lot of different soaps you know growing yeah up, but um i never really like sat down and watched them with her like sometimes you know they said like oh what is going on you know but um <laughs> With my grandma, my grandma was always big on watching like the Jeffersons or um Oh. She was a huge fan of watching like In the Heat of the Night. Those are like old school like Nick <laughs> Nick at night. Nick, yeah. Yeah, Nick like <laughs> I always remember when she would watch In the Heat of the Night in the mornings, I get ready for school and once I heard the the anthem for that TV show to come on, that means I was running late cuz the show would come <laughs> on at 8. And so once I heard like the <laughs> In the Heat <laughs> of the night that's how i was like oh shoot i gotta get out the door because i'm running late and he like how i hit that note just kidding oh uh, i hit that's that note <laughs> no um also I, I haven't even grown up watching like george lopez you know <laughs> like on nickelodeon or whatever that was always funny um we'd always tease around and we'd always call my grandma old bat like because how he would call his mama old bat on that show but we'd like just tease around like nothing like disrespectful like we didn't like you know mean it or nothing but she always just you know just to tease my grandma all the time when we're younger it's so funny yeah chica so i for me i remember like the cartoon network was definitely like where i landed when i was like a little yeah. little kid um and then once i got a little bit older i got into those nick shows or like disney channel shows do you remember like oh yeah even stevens or like <laughs> oh, yeah. you remember all those lizzie oh, mcguire lizzie mcguire yeah and then they had uh boy meets world yes <laughs> Topanga. What was Topanga? <laughs> yeah, Topango. Um, yeah. And um, I remember all those like Disney Channel movies, like Smart House. And, oh like, yeah. I remember Luck of the Irish and like. Oh, what's the one like my mom's on a, my mom's on a date with the vampire or whatever yeah. like during Halloween, Hocus Pocus, Hocus Halloween Pocus. Town. They had those. Uh, they had one that was like, "Don't look under the bed," and it was like scary. <laughs> like it was legit scary. It was like a big. I remember being a little kid and being like, "That's really scary." You're like, you got the hairy hand. No. <laughs> I was all, "Get out of here!" Yeah. <laughs> oh, funny. funny. Yeah, no, I definitely remember the Disney Channel movies and TV shows growing up like that. This is so-and-so, and you're watching Disney Channel. Oh, yeah, <laughs> little wand. Yeah. Or they'd always say, like, 8, 7 Central. And I was, when I was little, I'm like, I don't even know what that means. Like, 8, 7 Central, I'm sure. Yeah, when they're like, oh, yeah, this movie's coming up, and it'll air on, and it'll say, yeah, they'll say that kind of stuff, and you're like, man, I don't know. <laughs> no, like, 8, 7 Central? And it would come on, like, at, like, 2 o'clock our time or something <laughs> all early. <laughs> And then you'd like tune in at your time and that you missed it. Yeah. <laughs> all, all annoying. Were you um were you big on watching like reality TV growing up? Um, you know what? I kind of kind of like you. I for me it really did start at like those like dating reality TV yeah. show ones where it'd be like Flav Flav or Rock of Love. Yeah. Or a shot of love with Tequila Tequila. Oh like, yeah, I forgot <laughs> I remember all those. She like she got I think she like was considered canceled. I think she like posted some like kind of racist things yeah lately did, and she I got canceled yeah. i 
did did see that. So um, uh, we won't talk about her. <laughs> yeah, don't watch that. Um, yeah. No, but I I remember transitioning into like even the Jersey Shore stuff, and like mm. that was fun, and you know dramatic, like seeing how people live their lives. You ever watch that? And we're like, man, I could never do that. Like imagine your parents <laughs> watching that, people just not giving a crap. Right. I I think for me when it came to like Jersey Shore, I always just like it made me want to go to Jersey so bad. Like I want to go to the like the boardwalk and things like that and then i remember someone i was telling someone was like oh what is jersey like and they're like you don't want to go there i was like oh okay (laughs) but um this was a friend from like that was like from the new york area so so they i guess they're more familiar with that area than i am i was like oh okay well i still want to go you know yeah so if we know any people out in jersey uh take us to the jersey shore Yeah, um, but even now as an adult, there is still some like kind of guilty pleasure reality TV oh, show yeah, that, definitely. That, I, that I'll watch. Um, and I won't admit to anything. <laughs> Just, you know, yeah, kinda. no, there's definitely, I feel like for me, like the reality TV now is a lot more, um, it's, I mean, it's way different. Like back yeah. then was, I mean, back then reality TV was pretty crazy too, but I feel like nowadays it's very more, uh, you know, you can be violent or act a fool and you know get paid for it or whatever but yeah. um i think like one of my guilty pleasure reality tvs though is definitely like the love and hip-hop series like oh, that's, yeah. one of the, that's pretty good I, I like it too just because i'm like a, i like music so like i get to see like that side of like um i guess their lives or whatever so it's always interesting to watch and then they get all invested like what's stevie J gonna do next just kidding yeah. you know? <laughs> well didn't didn't cardi b start out in one of those Oh yeah, she did. She did start out on Love and Hip Hop uh, New York, and she yeah. was crazy. She was, I mean, she's like a funny personality, you know, like yeah. um, not too like huge on her music, but her personality is pretty funny, you know. She yeah. was she was good for reality TV, I thought. Well, it's almost like you really have to be like a little bit outrageous, a little like you know over the top to kind of yeah. stand out. And it almost seems like the more that like people are pitted against each other, yeah. the more like views and like fans they get. So the that. The more fame. The more fame, yeah, especially for, for her. Because, I, I mean, I've seen a couple clips. You know how, like, when you go down, like, a Facebook video spiral where you just mm. keep, like, looking at... <laughs> I've I've gone through one of those and, like, Cardi B's come up. And so you see her in that show and you're like, dang, that, that was Cardi? That was... And it seems pretty much on brand with, like, who she is and, like, how she portrays herself in the media. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, like, that's funny. Like, she seems interesting. I want to know more about her. Yeah, definitely entertaining. Um, I feel like for me to another like i know uh since like moving in with my sister betsy because we're roommates you know so um, yeah getting to you know watch some of the stuff that she gets into like i know mm-hmm. one thing you got into over the last year was like uh the housewives of um salt lake city <laughs> oh, i've never yeah. i okay so i've only been to salt lake city i think maybe like just in the airport you know usually i don't yeah i didn't know that they had like all this crazy i mean i know there's a, like a lot of like mormon culture there and stuff like that. that's all i know about utah really but yeah. like after watching like salt lake city uh housewives i was like man i kind of want to go there like i don't know why <laughs> like it's not i mean it doesn't seem like it's a huge destination um city like why can't i stop looking at this tv like i just get yeah. so invested <laughs> it's like they're funny though and then it's just yeah. like learning about like all because like some of those housewives on there are like ex-Mormons and yeah. so for me I didn't grow up that way so I didn't I didn't know nothing about Mormons until I started watching that show and I'm like oh wow you know that's pretty <laughs> interesting um you know Chigex I don't I don't usually watch those shows um either but I remember you talked about like one of the episodes you had watched and you were just telling me about it and I was like you know that kind of <laughs> sounds interesting and it was kind of like middle of the pandemic or whatever or like didn't it come out like at least within the last couple years yeah i think like about a year ago yeah Yeah. so i remember like it was like kind of middle of that and i was bored and i was like okay and i ended up watching the whole (laughs) season yeah but like the yeah like the people on there are a little like you know? Well, even like in the recent season, like it shows like the Jen Shaw get arrested, you know, like it shows oh. that all on like all the stuff that went down, like all the different, uh, I mean, I don't know if, if someone who's tuning in that watches Salt Lake Housewives, yeah. they probably know who I'm talking about. But if you don't, uh, I would totally recommend it. It's very entertaining, you know, I feel yeah, like, yeah. I feel like uh, those type of reality TV shows are always funny, you know, like it's just like, I don't even know why I'm sitting here. 
here watching like 12 episodes in a it's row. Like a train you know? Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like you just start binge watching and next thing you know, I'm like four seasons in and I'm like <laughs> knowing the kids' names, just you know, I'm like just, knowing their dog. No. Just follow them on the socials. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I follow any um them on social media, but but uh yeah, definitely reality has got it. It's got uh, a good uh, hold on me. <laughs> the funny thing though, chicks is like um i was just in salt lake so i went down with christian and chavs mm. and you know the kids and we were uh we went with other friends but we ended up going to a lakers and a utah jazz game and so i was down there but yeah that's salt lake is pretty big and it's pretty mm-hmm. like developed too it's like you know there's some parts that weren't the best um, <laughs> but especially the downtown area looks pretty nice yeah. um so yeah i'd recommend let's go watch a game and hey so like <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's go hang out in salt lake city <laughs> yeah um, what what do you think um, makes for good like reality TV? Because we're talking about this right now, and we talk about like because this is pop culture. Like this is mm-hmm. literally like people watch this, learn more about you know different types of communities or people. Yeah. Um, what do you think would make like for a good like native or Latino type of like you know something like that, like love and hip hop? Oh man, I I power. say I say this all the time. Native people would be perfect. They'd be like reality gold because like one our sense of humor is like way different than I feel like other I mean it's like relatable I don't know I feel like native sense of humor is like top tier yeah. I feel like natives are like very like get to the point like you know if they want to see people tear up restaurants or throw drinks natives definitely can do that I've seen <laughs> it uh living on the res I've seen some natives act up no um I feel like what would make a good re- native reality show and um i mean they could even do like mtv could even do like uh 16 and pregnant on the res you know <laughs> like that's a thing here um i mean i i always say this all the time that natives make would make great reality tv so whoever's out there listening any reality tv people producer yeah, yeah. hit me up just kidding yeah. i can act a fool too just kidding yeah. um no same I- you know, one of the things about even just reality TVs in general, too, is, like, even though it's uh, sometimes some shows you won't admit to watching because you're like, man, I'm a little embarrassed <laughs> that I, you know, I bitch on this. The other, the other thing with that, too, though, is that it does give a little bit, a little dramatic insight into the lives of certain communities that otherwise, mm-hmm. like, people wouldn't know about. I, I just even think about, like, Jersey Shore and, like, the words they would use, you know, and, like, yeah. I'm not going to repeat any of them, but because some of them are actually <laughs> considered, like, like, like like bad words right yeah like offensive or like yeah so like um i think about that but at the same time it's like if you bring communities into pop culture there's like more you know recognition and more like yeah i mean there's certain way to go about it not necessarily have to fight or act up or you know flip a whole restaurant um, (laughs) over but at the same time it's like i kind of like seeing the different types of communities i get highlighted in that because then you do get to learn a little bit more about like Mm -hmm. the people and their background so that's that's fun I think too it's like one of those things like they're showing like the lives of like super rich people too you know yeah, like you're, you're kind of seeing like a kind of like a peek into their like you know their their daily life of like dang like some people are really that rich it's crazy yeah. you know <laughs> that is true like people want a glimpse of like you know the the good life I guess right. <laughs> and I always think it's crazy too because it's like the Kardashians I mean that they're huge you know reality TV like royalty I guess and it's like yeah. every season always seems the same but they still people still invested in them you know like it's like them eating big old bowls of salad and like <laughs> you know they're like it's like okay we've seen this scene like how many times in other in other seasons but people are still so invested in the kardashians which is right which is crazy too part of that might also be the fact that like we got to see them from like they're like because no matter what they were still rich and they're still right. people of privilege but at the same time like once you start to kind of see that evolution of like their money and then their access yeah. and then all the connections you're like dang they they live a super luxurious like over the top like right you can't you can't make this up and people want to see like what they're up to next you know that's kind of <laughs> right. crazy um you imagine that like if you started one of those shows and like 14 years later however long they've been on air it's like you've made it you're at this point right where, like, i don't there's know so, yeah so cool. there's there's quite a few 
like reality TV families that have been on TV for you know over ten or so years, and yeah, I'm always thinking like, dang, that's crazy because that seems like every year you'd have to come up with something, or maybe like <laughs> you'd have to like you know kind of loosen up a little bit, like loosen the little you know like the reins up, like okay, I'm gonna let you see a little bit more into my this. family or more. But then you also see where reality TV like obviously t- like kind of can tear families apart too that oh, are yeah. involved. I mean, so I don't know. I think I think would make a good like reality. TV for natives would be just I don't know I mean I, that's that's a that's a good question <laughs> yeah I think uh, it was as long, as long as you're entertaining and you're funny um, I think you you can make a you know a good living in reality TV yeah I think one of the hardest things about now though with reality TV versus like from you know maybe a while back or 10 years ago is that people are definitely more mindful now about what they can do and say and there's definitely like more access to people immediately so then because i've seen like celebrities like have to quit twitter or like social media because they're just you know it's too toxic like you can't take that much scrutiny or you know um and the thing about like even just being on shows like that is you can accidentally say something you didn't mean or didn't Mm -hmm. think about or you know and and maybe you are coming from an ignorant place but to like get a free pass on it is like almost impossible you know what yeah I mean? like you have to like take accountability and then like it's i don't know that... yeah, even if you like go back and look in earlier seasons of different like reality tv shows some of the stuff that's said on there is a little cringy you know because yeah because i mean i think too reality tv it all started out with like really rich like white people yeah so it's different now where there's there's more diversity in all these different shows but i think in the early seasons of things of course you're gonna hear something that's probably offensive to a certain group or you know maybe they shouldn't have said that or things like that because most of the reality shows are always kind of focused around like kind of like rich white women or you know rich you know white people yeah no i um and don't a lot of the reality shows also like block out like past things that are like controversial now Mm -hmm. like i remember wasn't there like i think it was the housewives i don't remember but someone wore like a war bonnet to like a halloween costume or oh yeah party or something they had to like cut that out because it was like that was um that was on the Atlanta Housewives because there's this there's this native organization called Illuminative. They're a huge organization on social media. They have a pretty big presence. And that um, organization actually reached out to, it was with one of the Atlanta Housewives. Cause I remember seeing it on their, on their posts about like how offensive it was. And, and, you know, they just, they educated the housewife and I, and she made her like public apology and stuff like that. Oh, and everything. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, that was crazy. Cause I was like, dang, I mean, that's the thing though. That's like, it's the thing we always kind of, always see the headdressing you know it's like oh great it's like because there's not a lot of like natives in mainstream media so it's like it's one of those things where it's like yeah it, it, it sucks to see that it's annoying but at the same time it's like well we don't have really a whole lot of you know <laughs> representation like, well, in what it. else can they throw in a TV people do that too yeah like, yeah, yeah it's one of those things where it's just like just you know don't don't wear it <laughs> if, people yeah. are, if you have to question should i wear this uh most likely you probably shouldn't you know? probably shouldn't yeah um and I think there was even some more controversy around that chick because not only did that person wear the headdress, then they kind of backtracked and said, well, I have some kind of indigenous blood in oh, me or something yeah. like that. People were like, they all say mm, that. <laughs> yeah. That's like something like, oh no, I'm honoring them. I'm like, we don't wear just headdresses for no reason. Like, that's not, <laughs> you know, we're not going to a Halloween party. Like, yeah. oh, I'm going to honor my ancestors. Let me dress up as one of them. You know, like that's like, yeah, that's like, stupid. So like they took like one of those ancestry or 23 and me tests and then they yeah. found out they were one percent cherokee or whatever yeah. <laughs> and it's always cherokee i feel bad for the cherokee people because they're always getting like the oh my great great grandma was a cherokee princess or things like that and it's like i mean i don't know i mean i'm not cherokee so i don't know what their tribe structure was but i know there's not like no princesses and princes and kings and queens yeah. for for tribes here so i i mean and for the amount of times people use that you're like dang they had a whole bunch of princesses and princesses <laughs> I'm like, well, how many were there? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I always feel bad for that. Because I know, like, actual, like, real Cherokee people. And so I'm always like, oh, I feel bad for their tribe always has to get that, like, oh, my my so-and-so is this. And it's like, uh, the Cherokee Girl. people I know. Yeah, I'm like, so I don't know where that stereotype came from of, like, oh, my, my grandma was this and that. And it's like, okay, yeah, yeah. you know, but shout out to the and, Cherokee people. <laughs> yeah, for dealing with that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, 
Um, so Chikex, let's let's switch gears a little bit. Um, because we I love talking about reality TV. It's always <laughs> fun. There's always something to talk about. Um, growing up, was there any cartoons that you remember that like spoke to your culture a little bit? Um, so like I'll, I'll go first, and you know you can chime in if you want to on this because this is funny for me. But um, obviously like I would watch all the main cartoons that like Cartoon Network or like mm-hmm. Nickelodeon or you know those big Disney channel that they offered um, but I never really saw like Latino representation in them like there might be like a brown like you know racially ambiguous character in one of the shows and you're like oh I think they're Latino or like unless their name was like Gabriella or Carlos because those were the go-to names um, mm-hmm. for those characters then you knew um, but I remember <laughs> the very first time I was watching Looney Tunes and they had Speedy Gonzalez <laughs> and I was I was very confused um, because Speedy came out talking with a whole like giant accent and then you know he'd do things like si senor or like my name is Speedy Gonzalez or you know things yeah. like that and then um, well obviously as a little kid you're like is that is that what I sound like? <laughs> is that, is that, or is that how I need to talk? Is that, you know? <laughs> You're like, I'm not even fast. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even like cheese. <laughs> they all had him wearing like a stereotypical sombrero and like one of those, you know, I don't know, like. It looked like one of those we call like traditional indigenous like um like clothes like shirt and pants like you know what I'm mean? like you would see like a campesino wear maybe and I just you know obviously that made me laugh and but at the same time and now as an adult obviously I'm rolling my eyes at like the stereotype but as a kid I kind of liked watching him be in the show it's like when he would show up because I was like oh he's you know he's Mexican or he's Latino or like oh that's that's supposed to be me I guess. <laughs> Yo. Oh, Speedy Gomez. <laughs> yeah, Speedy Gomez-Sales. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, so was there anything like that for you? Um, well, no. Um, most times whenever natives were in anything, it was Pocahontas, and they're calling us savages, savages, you know, barely even human, or whatever that song goes, so, uh, things like that. And then, even, too, just how they had the natives portrayed in Pocahontas, I mean, like, I'm like, I'm, I, I've never seen a res guy look like, you know, all buff and fit <laughs> like that. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But um, I guess Pocahontas, I mean, I I never was really big on that anyways growing up. Like, I just remember, like, okay, like, cool, like, whatever. Like, you know, I didn't think too much of it as a kid um, until I got older. And then I realized, like, wait, what did they say in that song? You know, like, <laughs> savages. I, uh, um, I don't remember that at all. So even that's me, like, not understanding, like, what that movie or that song is like but i do remember from hoist my hoist students let me know that that word was offensive to mm-hmm. you know the natives and so i i had no idea i was i never yeah. really used it but yeah i didn't yeah that know. that even even the whole story that disney has of pocahontas is like completely wrong like the john smith was like old and pocahontas yeah. uh the like the real like real life version of her she was like really young like, i think like 12 or 13 so they like there's just a lot of things that were like you know not not correct in that but i get it it's disney they you know they gotta probably switch things up to make you know more relatable yeah. i guess but um other than that i don't remember ever seeing anything i mean in peter pan there was like the little you know the little natives in there that chief yeah. and but i i guess for me i never like um i never related with that like if i saw that on the cartoonism i was just kind of always just like rolled my eyes like that's not how we are or you know yeah. things like that but yeah no, um yeah. that's why i think it's so good for shows like reservation dogs you know or even rutherford falls you know kids nowadays can grow up and be able to see you know themselves in a positive way whereas like the older yeah. generation not that older generation i'm not that old no i'm just kidding but <laughs> but i think you know it, it's important for things like that but um other than that i didn't really see too much of any natives and anything unless it was like an old western 
Bayern or you know yeah. something like that. But no, I and I I think the same too. Like I think novellas are still going strong. But what I've even noticed is on uh, Netflix specifically, there's a lot of these shows coming out that are in Spanish, sometimes out of Mexico, out of like Spain or Spanish speaking countries, mm-hmm. and they'll have cool little like wartime themes or they'll have cool little modern like being a mom or like you know there's like like being being latino isn't like your only identity there's like multiple identities we all carry with you know Mm -hmm. intersectionality um and i think it's so cool and powerful to see those shows present because they speak to a general broader audience not only that like more people can kind of get a glimpse of like the lives of latinos and not just being stereotypes um so let me ask you this what shows are you watching now what what do you Um, like what are you looking at what do you binge on well obviously i'm a huge fan of reservation dogs and rutherford falls um for you know reality tv i guess i do you know i mean mm, loving hip-hop i love hip-hop they haven't really had any like new seasons but they've been doing like these different specials of like family reunions where they get all the different um like uh cast members from each franchise to like go to one place so that's been interesting um but yeah i I am a fan of narcos um (laughs) yeah i yeah i'm a big fan i i just love any type of like gang like mafia type of movies you know like things like that have always interested me ever since like i was younger um not that i have any type of like ties to that lifestyle but yeah. just just watching it has always I'm been interesting <laughs> oh disclaimer um yeah. no but I, I you know i watch things like that um what else have i been getting into lately uh yeah i guess i, I mean yeah i can't think on the spot yeah. i know i mean i don't like i feel like i don't watch like a lot of like scripted um tv but when i do it like so i try to make sure it's something that i can enjoy i did like the one what is the one that was on netflix was it one day at a time oh yeah yeah, yeah I, I love that, that series, but then they ended it, so that was a good one. Um, oh, dale, papito, yeah. dale. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Um, no. But yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, I don't watch uh, a whole lot of different... Um, sh- I, feel, I don't know, I feel like reality TV is kind of low-key like slacking lately you know like i feel yeah. like there's nothing that entertaining that i watch um, well and then and... we've had the pandemic so there's probably been a oh, slow yeah, production for those kind of shows i forgot about the pandemic just kidding <laughs> yeah, it seems like a distant like past thing like I um i was gonna share that for me i do like to watch like different types of cultural shows um so like if i can learn more about like different communities i do try to watch things like that there is this um i think it was called deaf you um that was kind of like a reality show on like deaf people that taught you about like deaf culture and it was based off of one of the colleges here um in i think it's in dc but it's called galladay and it's a college only for deaf people but then you can i normally watch shows that have i always watch shows with subtitles it doesn't even matter like if i can hear or not i just prefer it Mm -hmm. and so like that was kind of interesting um i watch a lot of things with like space or like future kind of things so like lost in space or like any kind of remakes on on things like that i just for me it's interesting to think about the future and like space exploration so i watch kind of nerdy Mm -hmm. things like that um i do watch some like reality tv so like they had that show called the circle and it was like people pretending to be different people on social media and then they would vote each other out (laughs) and so you and it like basically people catfishing each other and that was kind of interesting yeah catfish is a good show too oh yeah that was another one um and so i don't know you know kind of shows like yeah documentaries i watch a lot anything with like understanding the science or evolution of things i can i'd look at that stuff too um and i definitely obviously love a good reality tv show um yeah. and like i said there's some things i watch that i definitely wouldn't you know share <laughs> watch. I definitely admit, but yeah that's the fun in all of these kind of shows like you always find something for someone and like you know mm-hmm. find little little guilty pleasures in it yeah i definitely love like all the marvel spinoffs too you know like the, oh, yeah. uh, things on disney plus or 
even like the Star Wars, like the um, the Mandalorian oh, yeah. or yes, the Boba Fett. I love those. I love those um, kind of scripted ones because I mean, I grew up watching Star Wars, and so people always say Star Wars is indigenous. I don't know. People always say that though. I see it all over social media. Like, oh, Star Wars is indigenous. They also, I'm like, yeah, Star Wars is like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of Res people really like Star Wars. It's kind of yeah. weird, but um, yeah, I like watching things like that. Obviously, I haven't watched any really good reality TV other than the Salt Lake um, Housewives. Uh, they're very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if anyone's out there who wants to learn about Salt Lake and, and, and Mormons and things like that, that's definitely a good show. Yeah. Um, did you ever watch those Pimp My Ride shows? I used to like oh, those too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My Ride. Or... I was like, man, I wish they, they take, you know, they pick me and take Gloria in and then they <laughs> fix her up. It never happened. She kicks and never happened. Um, or um, or what is like the, what is the other MTV one? The My Sweet 16 or whatever. <laughs> that yeah. one was good too. Oh, um, oh I want to have a keen say. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I remember those. Um, yeah, there's. I mean, I feel like most good reality TV shows are always gonna be like MTV, VH1, Bravo, things like that. You know, they yeah. have they have a lot of the good uh, good reality stars on there. <laughs> the good stuff, yeah. Um, so any last final thoughts on like the T like TV shows and movies that kind of help you know get you to where you're at today? Like, um, here, let me ask you this: for your kids in the future. <laughs> Would you be okay with them watching all the stuff you did? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not all of the crazy stuff. Um, I don't know how much I let like TV shows or things like that really influence me. You know, so I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Like I can watch something and not feel like I have to go do the same thing because I seen it on TV. Yeah. Um. So for me, I don't. I don't think I really have like a show that I have like that's like you know it's helped me in these times or anything like that. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, uh, I don't get that invested into TV. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe Jersey Shore. I'm just kidding. I'm like, Jersey, <laughs> yeah. Jersey Shore is like a cultural thing for Americans. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so for me, I forgot to even say that these movies played like a major part too in growing up for me, like the Harry Potter movies. Um, oh yeah. But that's just because I. I read all the books growing up and uh you know the for me it was kind of exciting to see like what i pictured in my mind become like mm. actual reality like live um and you know things were left out and whatever but um but that had like that's part of a huge part of like pop culture you know but yeah. um for i think i think for me i would be okay with my future kids seeing everything that i saw um but i think even just looking at the future i would like to talk to have conversations about like what did we watch or what is that or right. like um because as a young kid you soak up everything and whether you want it or not um it still will influence the way that you feel or think or see yourself as like i was thinking about like speedy gonzalez when i should earlier <laughs> like oh is that what i should sound like do i need to turn that on um and so like i i don't know and i think that will help little kids like process more of of that you know or like mm -hmm. even with reservation dogs the fact that that's something different like someone from your community um that's young and sees that that's like oh my god that's that's us that's you know that's yeah. that's real life um because you said they do a really good job about like portraying life on the res mm -hmm. um and so i don't know i i would be comfortable for it i would just be more open or mindful about having conversations about what is it that we watched because right. i don't want to censor necessarily everything um because right. i could be bad too then you're not you know exposing your your kids to to some of the true things that are happening in life um, yeah. but at least this way you give them the opportunity to understand fully and then choose to navigate how they want moving forward so that's just something i guess to think about so yeah. all right let's uh jump into something not as deep <laughs> <laughs> um our brown sound shades of brown questions are you ready for this yes chica let's go all right <gasps> do you want, do you want me to ask or is um yeah go for it all right daniel here are your three questions you can skip <laughs> one definitely answer two here we go would you rather have a foot long nose or a foot long tongue? <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, what made you cut off a friendship? Damn, we get a little personal here. Mm. And then what do you what do you do to make new friends as an adult? Oh 
Those are some uh, those are some good good questions. Um, would I rather have a foot long nose or a foot long tongue? I wouldn't probably just go with a foot long tongue. Um, I already have a pretty big like native nose, so um, I think I will go with having a foot long tongue, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, what made me cut off a of friendship? Uh, lying. Um, yeah, I feel like lying is something where it's like, come on, man, you, ain't got, you can tell me anything. There's no reason to lie, you know. Yeah. Um, and then people who play both sides, you know, I I have a hard time like trying to be friends with someone who's friends with someone that I don't like. Yeah, you know, and I don't know if that's like a toxic trait or not. I just know for me, it's like, okay, now I know how to move with this certain individual. So if you're, you know, laughing around and having a good time with someone I don't like, and you know that, and then you like, I don't know, I'm one of those people. It's like I'm just, you know, big on loyalty. So if my friends don't like you, I don't like you either. <laughs> <laughs> so that is one thing that's made me cut people off is just like um mm-hmm. i guess just lying and like not being able to trust somebody because i feel like in any relationship friendship if you, there's no trust there then there's no point to be a friend you know like what's exactly. the point you're just exactly. wasting time so um there's that and uh what do you do to make new friends as an adult uh, <laughs> uh i only got like three friends GX. no <laughs> um i guess for me what i do to make new friends most time it's kind of like socializing i guess like if i run into someone like in a social gathering or some you know brings um bring someone around and like hey once you meet this person or something you know things like that but uh, yeah what usually i guess what kind of helps me choose if i want like to be around this person though or um kind of be cool i guess it's just like just i guess like feeling their vibe their energy like how they come across so if there's someone that i can see myself being cool with then you know i'll be a little bit more open but sometimes meeting new people for me i'm just kind of eh, you know yeah <laughs> no that makes sense well well, and it's even harder as an adult too to just yeah. you know, kind of just get to because yeah. in college you're like hey like you're cool come to the you know come to whatever with us and then you kind of just build friendship like kind of like we did yeah. i don't know that i would be able to do that again as an adult yeah. like yeah I hey think- get over here yeah. <laughs> come to oh. my table you want some candy <laughs> <laughs> No, I think it's, I'm just more so big on protecting my peace now as an adult, yeah, you know, so I don't, I, I'd rather have like, um, what is it like, like quality friends than rather yeah. have like quantity of friends. So. Oh, well said, Cheek well said. So. I'll go next. So would you rather have a foot long nose or a foot long <laughs> tongue? Um, I also, I have like a beaky Latino nose, so I uh, don't want to bring more attention to my freaking nose. <laughs> so I would go with the tongue too. Just, I'm just picturing I'm like Venom from like Spider. I know. <laughs> just, um, Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> yeah, it's all funny. Um, and at least you can hide it in your mouth yeah. until you talk, I guess. It comes out. <laughs> um, and then what's made you cut off a of friendship? Um, you know, same same with you, Chigex. I, uh, obviously there's a lot of factors, but like if there's, you know, I, I talked about earlier how in one of the early episodes, how I just don't let anybody into my circle if I get certain mm-hmm. vibes. So like if someone is dramatic or if someone's like, you know, kind of toxic or, you know, pretty quickly yeah. with me, they, I weed those kind of people out. I don't have them near me or around me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think even just recently thinking about any friendship that I've cut off recently, <laughs> I would say for me, it's like sometimes in friendships, there's times where people, um, you know, you give equally and sometimes some people take more um, and that's okay um, because mm-hmm. sometimes we need to be the friend who gives more or takes less or, you know, whatever. But then at some point you do start to think like, you know, is this really a friendship? Is it just, you know, is it really helping me? And I know that might be selfish to think, um, but at one point you're like, if you've given so much and you're at a point where like, I think I'm, I'm done, you know, mm-hmm. I, I found that I can't anymore or like I'm in a place where like, you know, now interests are aligned or, or disaligned or we're no longer in the same page. And I think it's fine to, to just kind of move on and, you know, wish everybody the best and never any bad energy or vibes, but mm-hmm it's time to, you know, separate. And so that's all I'll say about that. Mm-hmm. And then um, what do you do to make new friends as an adult? <laughs> so sometimes you just have to take a leap of faith and decide to hang out with coworkers outside <laughs> of work. And I think that's recently how I made a little bit more friendship. Um, what I found, especially through work too, is that a lot of my coworkers around the same age, um, a lot of my coworkers, um, you know, don't have kids yet um, or kind of in the same kind of 
haven't hit the mm-hmm. same miles or you know close to the mi- same milestones as as me, and it's been kind of easy to to, to uh, hang out and kind of do that. Mm-hmm. I remember specifically one of my really good friends now, who also started off as my coworker. She invited me to go out for uh, her birthday. She had friends out of town come in, and we had been hanging a lot during like division meetings, and so like mm-hmm. that's kind of how we got to know each other. Um, and we kept getting sat at the same division meetings. <laughs> um, and so I, you know, I was very much of like, mm, you know, coworkers are for work and like, I want to keep them away from that. But um, she had really cool vibes. And so I said, yeah, let's do it. And I went and I had a blast. And since then, we've kind of just been, you know, really good friends since then. And so sometimes, I mean, as adults, I think one of the easiest places to make friendships is at work. Um, yeah, and I, unless you're on like the Hangout apps or something else. Um, <laughs> the Hangout apps. <laughs> um, the other thing I would say, though, is... Um, that at the same time, flip of the coin, uh, even though work is the easiest place to make work, uh, friends at the same time, like it's also the easiest place to like bring back like things from your personal life if you let too many people get in or like yeah. that aren't trustworthy. So you have to be really careful about that. But yeah, that's kind yeah. of where I'm at. No, yeah, I definitely agree. I think I'm very lucky to only have like two other coworkers in the same office and thankfully they're very cool and we all have a good time like laughing around and we all have like, we all share that same like sense of like native humor yeah so yeah. i i am lucky to have two co-workers that i actually enjoy working with so yeah I and my, i get it my team right now too is really cool like we'll go out mm-hmm. and do like dinner or like you know go have a drink sometimes and so i, lo- I love that i love everyone i work with i think yeah. everybody's bomb i'm really lucky that way and i know that's not the case for everybody so yeah <laughs> you're like one thing you do to make new friends is go out and shambong. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, shout out to my uh, my coworkers. Yeah. <laughs> the cool ones. A, you know give, who you are. Yeah. yeah. Give them a pat on the back. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Chikex, let's wrap up the episode. It's time for our Brown Sound Latinx and Indigenous Business Spotlight. Who are you spotlighting? Yes. So for my business shout out this week, I'm going to highlight Nespers Traditions Gift Shop. So at Nespers Traditions Gift Shop, you will find handcrafted items from tribal and local artists. Their goal is to invest, support, and promote local, indigenous, and diverse artisans. Traditions Gift Shop is located in downtown Lewiston, Idaho. You can also shop online with their traditions website. So that's www.nespertraditions.com. Or you can follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Nespers Traditions. So Nespers Traditions is actually owned and operated by a Nimipu Ayat, a Nespers woman. She and her sisters have um, their gift shop and uh, tourism business. So a shout out to Stacia Morphine and Sawaya green and i believe their sister sierra green works with them too so shout out to them they're all nimi poo and yeah gotta support our nimi poo owned businesses especially in our area because there's you know there's not there's not a lot so yeah absolutely cheekicks that's so cool um for me i would like to put a spotlight on uh, miss lj so miss lj is an online women's clothing boutique that's curated by lily arbin and janet garola they're um you know besties and have been friends since freshman year in college and they both uh, have this mutual love of fashion. So Janet works for her family's bakery uh, full-time, and we've highlighted the bakery before, La Esperanza Bakery. Mm -hmm. Um, And Lily is a third-grade teacher, and their goal through Miss LJ is to find clothes uh, that make, um, you know, people feel confident and that they love. So, you know, through their website, you can find things like rompers and jumpsuits, jackets, dresses, tops, uh, bodysuits, loungewear, sweaters, and they even have a curves section for all you curvy uh, folks out there. Um, the clothes are very fashionable. They give out trendy and cool vibes. And you can follow them on Instagram at shop.misslj or visit their website at shopmisslj.com. Really cool. Make sure to support and find some trendy, cool uh, clothes for you to wear. Dope, dope. Very cool, GeekX. Well, hey, that uh, marks episode 23 <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I can't remember which episode we're on again <laughs> every yeah. time. So we're on episode 13, GeekX, and we have two yes. more episodes left yes. this season. How do you feel about that? Um, Yeah, should be good. <laughs> yeah, I'm you ready know. to be done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to start getting paid for this. No. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, for real. Um, you know, and that's something that we have discussed. So if there's anyone interested in sponsoring an episode or a season, let us know. We have some <laughs> partnership plans available. Um, and as always, thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Brown Sound Podcast. And we'll make sure to post all of our, um, you know, businesses we've just highlighted. Thanks so much for staying yes. here and listening. We'll see you next time. Yep. Have a great, uh, a great day, everyone. Thanks for listening. And yeah, see you later. Disclaimer. The thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the hosts and hosts only. Cut CIO for listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We had a blast with y'all today. Make sure to tune in next time. To follow us more closely, check us out on Instagram at the Brown Sound Podcast. For partnership opportunities or to get a hold of us, email us at brownsoundpodcast208 at gmail.com.